Thanks for tuning in to episode six of Lost and Founder. I can't believe we've been doing this six weeks in a row. It's quite exciting, but also daunting. And I've really appreciated all the feedback so far. For those of you new to the show, Lost and Founder is real life stories each week from yours truly on the front line running a software as a service business called GoSquared. And each week I try to share what's on my mind, what's bothering me, what I'm learning, and all of that with the hope that it is useful to at least one or two other people out there. So thanks again for tuning in. Thank you again to everyone who has given me comments and feedback in the last week. It really keeps pushing me to keep doing these episodes to to make sure it's as useful as possible. So thanks again, and I can't wait to get into today's show. The main topic I want to talk about today is planning. Planning is a word that I often shy away from or almost have an allergic reaction to. Planning can often have connotations of sitting, doing tasks that don't actually move you forward. And I think in a startup, in a small team, often Often in my mind, when I think of planning, I think of what planning isn't, which is doing. And I think so much of what you need in a startup, in a small team, is to be actioning things, to be learning as you go, to be learning as you do. And one of the best ways to learn is to do things and figure out what works and what doesn't. And then another critical thing is to be moving quickly and to make sure that you're moving as quickly as possible and to to optimize for speed. But I think over time I've had a little bit of a too strong of a negative feeling towards planning. Of course, there is that famous saying, a a fit. What is it? A fail a failure to plan is a plan to fail. And and I think that's that's actually not too far from the truth. Funnily enough, that's quite a wise saying. But I think what I wanted to try and share this week was why my thoughts on planning have changed a little bit and one of the ways I sort of look at planning these days. And I think a critical thing from my perspective is that often in my role having been someone who makes things and builds things or designs things, shifting to more of a, a leader, manager kind of role, I find I can often find it difficult to end the day not having anything to show for my work. You know, if I've spent a whole day thinking about something, coming up with a plan, a strategy, ideas for where we can take things forward, essentially planning, there's often not a lot of output to show for that, especially on a day-by-day basis. Um, but I think one of the things I've realized is that actually a really good way to, to, to work towards showing, showing what you've been up to and to also help with the whole planning process is to have a goal in mind and something to put together, something to, I mean, in the engineering world we'd call ship, and really to try and work towards an, an end point for that planning work. And, and the reason I think this is earlier the week or Monday, we did a sort of kickoff for the month. So it's first uh, working day of August. So we did a little bit of a kickoff session. 
And ahead of that, I spent quite a bit of time researching, thinking, and writing out what I was going to say. I got other team members involved, and uh, and we put together thoughts for for August. And what I realised was that, and also having spoken to other people <laughs> that had to put some work together for that, I think what what collectively we realised was that the act of having to do that presentation on Monday morning, it wasn't necessarily that that presentation was the greatest thing since sliced bread. It was more that having to do that presentation on Monday morning in front of the team pushed for a lot of work to happen before it and by a certain time frame. And that actually last week a lot of time was spent finding stuff out, finding answers out to questions that I mean I should have already had answers to if I'm honest. And it pushed for research and and crunching of information, crunching of data that otherwise probably wouldn't have happened or if it had was going to happen it was going to happen over a much longer time frame and so I think that's just been a big takeaway for me that maybe maybe planning ain't so bad but also maybe a good way to help show that there is an output from that that planning and that thinking time is to to set a goal to to share something by a certain time a certain day in a certain format whether it's a presentation or a document or something it, it helps focus the mind and think about what you're trying to trying to do and I think that can be really helpful and for me I'm going to take that away because I think next time I feel like I've got quite a lot of thinking to do or I need to dis- need to make a a new decision on something I think what I what I will try to do is set set my sights on giving an update to the team in some way on that thing so maybe it could be a presentation or maybe it could be a a written document explaining a decision but either way I think if I aim to do that and deliver that then it's going to push me to do all those other actions that really I would call planning so yeah hopefully that's helpful it's certainly been a little bit of a a realization for me this week and um Hopefully you can take that in your own days and weeks ahead when you next find you have to plan something. Reading a great book, I'm sure many of you have already read it and probably already learned everything there is to learn from it already. But it's called Atomic Habits by a chap called James Clear. And uh, I've been taking a lot of value from this book. It's very easy to read. It's very practical, very kind of action oriented. But it talks about how to build healthy habits and how to try and rid yourself of unhealthy habits. I'm sure, well, we all have habits we would rather not have, whether that's waking up too late, getting in and watching too much TV, eating unhealthy food, drinking an extra glass of wine in the evenings, not getting to the gym enough, (laughs) the list goes on. And then there's also lots of habits we would love to adopt, often the polar opposites of those things, waking up earlier, maybe writing more, maybe starting a podcast, maybe getting out for a jog. And, And the book essentially talks about how to, how to improve your life around building better habits and getting rid of the 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 ones you would rather not have and 
I feel like I've been taking away quite a lot from this book, to be honest. And and I just I guess I wanted to talk through a few uh, a few of the things I've I've learned. One of the really valuable things I found was what James Clear called the two minute rule. And this was essentially a rule for adopting a new habit and trying to make it easier for yourself. So I've been trying to adopt this myself in the last week or so. And essentially the idea is that if you're gonna adopt some something new as a habit, so let's call it, let, let's say we wanna get up and go for a run in the mornings when we wake up. You could start that habit, as I'm sure many of us do with our New Year's resolutions, and say, I'm gonna get up and I'm gonna run five kilometers every single day. And the chances are you might do that once, you might do that twice. If you're really strong, you might keep it up for a week or two, maybe. The likelihood is that going from running not at all to running every single day of the week for five kilometers is gonna be an incredibly big step change, let alone all that whether or not that's actually going to be good for you fitness-wise, health-wise, whether you'll be able to handle that. It's a big step change. Similarly, like if you're trying to, I don't know, write a blog post or or maybe even a book, you could say to yourself, I'm going to write a chapter every week or I'm going to write a thousand words every day. And all of those things often are mountain-like in their size. And I think it's where a lot of people go wrong. I know I've gone wrong in the past where you sometimes have this real burst of energy when you're thinking about something like how you want to change your life or how you want to set out your new year's resolutions and at that time you're maybe not in the right or not in the mindset that you would be during the days where you're in the thick of it and you maybe have quite an optimistic mind or you have a lot of energy or a lot of inspiration or you've had a lot of coffee. But there are always points where you don't have that energy, that inspiration. And the idea of applying this two minute rule is that in order to adopt a new habit, you focus on something you can do in just two minutes. And it might seem silly at first, but whatever that new habit is, you start by just trying to make sure you can do two minutes of it every single day. So rather than trying to run five kilometers every single day, you start by just getting up and putting your gym kit on. Don't go out, you don't even have to go for a run, you don't even have to go out the door. But just for two minutes, you can put your gym kit on. And that is the stepping stone, it's like the gateway to finally going for that run. But if you can master that habit, two minutes every single day for seven days, well, then adding another two minutes on, maybe putting your gym kit on and actually getting out the door is gonna be a lot easier. And hey, then you might've done that for two weeks. And before you know it, it becomes second nature to start putting your gym kit on and getting out the door. If you're doing that habitually, then getting out the door and going for a run feels like the logical next step. And it's an incredibly powerful thing to to push you in the right direction and to finally adopt those new habits. And I think for, for me, where I've been trying to employ this, I've kind of unknowingly adopted that for maybe 
about two years now of, I don't know why, but at some point I said to myself, I'm going to just try and do 20 press-ups when I wake up in the mornings. And, and it's not too much. In fact, no, I think I said I'd try and do 10. But basically, for over two years now, I, I've managed to do just 25 press-ups every morning and 25 press-ups before I go to bed at night. And it may not have changed me <laughs> to be the Incredible Hulk just yet, but um, it, keeps me, it keeps me in shape to some extent. It keeps me working parts of my body that I don't normally work. And what I always tell myself is that I, out of all the time in the day, I can always make time for those 25 press-ups. And, and it's similar to that two-minute rule. You can always make time for those small things. And if I had said I'm going to do 200 press-ups a day, I'd find excuses left, right, and center for not doing that. Similarly, like if you want to write, if you want to write a blog post or you want to write a book, try not by setting out to write the book. Just start by saying, I'm going to write a sentence. And it seems so silly and so crazy and, and really almost a bit embarrassing to say, to even feel proud that you've wrote, written a sentence a day. But the point is a, a sentence a day is far better than no sentence for an entire month or an entire year. And it's amazing how those healthy habits compound. And I just encourage you to try that if you can over the next week. See what you can do in two minutes to build healthier habits. There's a bunch of other stuff in the book, which is really healthy, really important, really helpful. But I, I don't want to reel off the entire book in this one episode because that would be that would be well. I'm sure you'd you'd rather just go and read the book. But anyway, I, I hope that's that's a helpful one and it's certainly been helpful for me. And hopefully, I can report back next week because one of the habits I've been trying to adopt is to start writing at least a few sentences every day to form a blog post. So let's see how we're doing and check back in next week. Thanks for tuning in to episode six of Lost and Founder. Hopefully a fairly, a fairly chilled out and simple episode this time. I wanted to just highlight the, I don't know, I guess the actions, the takeaways from, from this episode, just to kind of hopefully help you, energize you for the, for the week ahead. I think one, with planning, don't get bogged down in planning. Try and set a deadline for what you're trying to plan for. And critically, try and set a format, whether it's a presentation or a, a finished document, that you're trying to put together by a certain time and try and make it clear who you're going to be sharing that with and that will help you stop procrastinating and start getting your thoughts together getting your plan together and actually delivering on what you're planning to do the second takeaway is to try the two minute rule and and to see what habits you can start forming or just one habit you can start forming in two minutes a day. And I guess to add a little bit of accountability on this, if you want, do reach out, let me know about a habit you're gonna start trying to adopt, just two minutes a day. And, and I'll, I'll, share, I'll share any that seem, seem appropriate next, next week and I'll hopefully give, give some people a shout out. So please do let me know. And, uh, and I look forward to, to catching up next week. So 
In the meantime, have a, have a lovely week ahead. Thanks again for listening. If you do have any thoughts on the show, if you want me to cover any topics, if you have any thoughts on feedback on, on the show, or if you just like it, then please do let me know and, uh, and do tell your friends. And so thanks again for listening and catch you next time.